0: You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott, designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today on the Give Your Life Away podcast, we come to Revelation 3, 14 through 22, and this is the last of the seven letters to the churches. It reads as follows, And to the angel of the church in Laodicea write, The words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's creation. I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. Would that you were either cold or hot. So because you're lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. For you say, I am rich, I've prospered, and I need nothing. Not realizing that you are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. The one who conquers, I will grant him to sit with me on my throne, as I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. It's not too strong to say that the church of Laodicea was disgusting to the Lord. You spit out disgusting things, and he says he would spit them out if they would remain lukewarm. Some might pride themselves over the fact that they're not completely cold. You might have Christians who think, well, I'm not like those people. And maybe you today are thinking, I'm not that bad. They don't totally fall asleep during sermons like other people do. They don't totally reject the faith like other Christians do. They don't totally commit grave sins like other people do. But they aren't hot. They aren't hot for Jesus Christ. They aren't passionate for the Lord. And while that might not be a problem for them, it's a huge problem for God. I'm reminded of what Ray Ortland Sr. said to his son one day about lukewarm, or as he called them, half-hearted Christians. Ortland Jr. Uh, reminds us of what his dad said. He says this, My dad used to say to me when I was a kid, Listen, son, half-hearted Christians are the most miserable people of all. They know enough to feel guilty, but they haven't gone far enough with Christ to be happy. Be wholehearted for him said Ray Ortlund Sr. to his son. If you find yourself lukewarm today, notice what the Lord says to you. Now, be prepared. Jesus uses strong language. But I'd encourage you, for a few minutes, to go down the road Jesus leads you. Verse 17 indicates that they, the lukewarm Christian, the lukewarm professor, thinks that they are better off than they actually are. So you, lukewarm Christian, stop comparing yourself to other people who are colder or lower than you. Listen to the Lord tell you that you are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked spiritually. Seriously, don't dismiss Jesus. Think about how these things are true of you today. Next, Listen to what he says in verse 18. You need to buy from him gold refined by fire. This means that you must recognize that you are actually not rich. You are poor spiritually. You are not as great spiritually as you want other people to think you are, or as you might even think you are. You are poor. You must go to him for spiritual riches. But notice that his gold comes forth by refining. Refining is not pleasant. Think discipline. But please hang in there. Go to him for the spiritual gold. Tell him that you'll go through whatever refining he thinks best. Next, go to him for the garments of righteousness. Stop counting on any good thing that you do. It doesn't matter that you lead a Bible study or that you serve at a church. Admit that you need Jesus' white garments of righteousness. Fourth, go to him for spiritual eyes to see. Evidently, these people have been seeing themselves improperly. They look in the mirror and they see wealthy and healthy spiritually. Christ wants them to see themselves as sick and needy. You, my friend, must recognize that you're not seeing yourself rightly if you are lukewarm. Plead with God to anoint your eyes so that you can see clearly. And finally, be zealous and repent. We use that word a lot in the Christian life, don't we? Repent. But notice the exhortation prior to that. It's actually the exhortation that must accompany repentance. You must be zealous. You must go to him eagerly, earnestly, zealously. You can't read this passage, know that you're lukewarm, and go through some cold-hearted prayer. Be honest of who you are before him. If there needs to be tears, let there be tears. there needs to be confession, let there be confession. there needs to be an acknowledgement that you're not wonderful, in fact you're disgusting, then own that before the Lord. If you need to admit to someone else you're not what they think you are, let it be. These are the people that he came to heal. He didn't come for people who don't need a physician. He came for the sick. He didn't come for those people who never mourn over their sin. He came to comfort those who mourn over their sin. He didn't come for those who thought they were rich in spirit. He came for those that know that they're poor in spirit. And he has promised them and you that the poor in spirit will receive the kingdom of God. So may you be on fire for Jesus Christ. And it all starts with admitting who you actually are before him. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.